Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I am excited that you're here and we're getting closer and closer to our 100th episode. So I am fully excited. And uh, again, you all have been blessing me with sending in your poetry. So I'm going to read the excerpt um, of two poems on today. Um, I won't read them completely so that you can hear both. Um, or parts of both. And for those who are new, please feel free to write a poem about your homecoming journey and send it to me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. And the first poem comes from Talisha Maya. And Talisha's poem is, This is My Rebellion. Against myself and my conditioning, this is me breaking out of the stereotype, perpetuated by tradition and culture, I'm unlearning, submission, passivity, and obedience. This is my disobedience. This is writing the words that I was forced to swallow. I'm now putting them out for all to see. I'm releasing shame and pressure to conform to what is expected of me. This is using my words and my voice to empower myself, to pave a new path, to stand in my truth and in my power, free from guilt and shame. Yes, Talisha. <laughs> yes, I love your rebellion. I love the resistance. I love the unlearning, those things that keep us trapped and bound and limited and you claiming uh, your freedom. What a gift. And now I'll read an excerpt from a piece by Michelle's son. And Michelle's piece is Paradox of Being. One day I called my therapist. She was me. I stared at the empty chair. My tears kept falling like the Victoria waterfall. She let me. She told me I don't need to be someone else anymore. I am free to be myself. However, I need to take responsibility for my choices. Ironically, the responsibility frees me more. I screamed out loud, I am free. I am free. I am free. Finally, I love myself. I can love others. All my love became one. They were smiling. They were watching me from the window, smiling at me. I smiled back. Warm sunshine shining through the window. 
Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love that journey of freedom, of seeing yourself, of knowing how special you are, and then really getting to that place of letting the sunshine in. What a gift. I tell you all, I read these emails and I just smile uh, as I see your homecoming journey and see the path that you all are on. And I'm so grateful. And so our topic on today is how to bounce back, looking at resiliency, looking at what it means to be resilient and what are the things you can cultivate in your life, create and build on in your lives so that you can bounce back, so that you can bounce back as we think about this pandemic so that you can bounce back from heartache and heartbreak, uh, so that you can bounce back from uh, the despair. And recognizing we are transformed by our experiences and even with the ways in which uh, they change us, alter us, transform us, uh, that a part of homecoming is making that decision that I want to be engaged with my life and that I want to live the fullness of life. And we know we have each ex had experiences that deplete us, that drain us. And so as we uh, think about those experiences, uh, we are mindful of what needs to happen on the other side of that so that we can really become everything that we are able to be. And so you can just kind of whisper to yourself, I'm bouncing back. And if bounce feels like too strong a word, I'm crawling back, I'm leaning back, I'm stretching back, uh, I'm coming back, right? I'm coming back to myself. I'm coming back into breathing, into living, into my creativity, into becoming uh, who I am, right, on the inside, allowing that to manifest. And so let's take a look. There's been uh, a lot of research that's been done on this idea of resilience, resiliency. And so there are a couple of uh, strategies or factors um, that have been found to be associated with the ability to bounce back, right, after difficulty, with the ability uh, to move forward. And so uh, the first one I want to name um, is a sense of uh, social support and a sense that, uh, and it doesn't have to be a large uh, team. We've talked about this before, um, having someone where uh, you feel they are an authentic friend, an authentic support person, a family member, a person uh, who believes in you, who sees you, um, who cares about you. And so building relationship can be a part of resiliency. And I know for some of you, you may say, well, um, there's nothing I can do about that. Um, because I don't have anyone, but then you may want to make as a goal or an aim in this season, I want to cultivate relationship, 
right? I want to uh, develop the capacity uh, to make meaningful friendships and to maintain them. And I know some friendships in all of our lives have been seasonal. um, And I invite you to consider, even if some friendships did not work out or some friendships ended up being hurtful or unfulfilling, to uh, decide that I will not allow the unhealthy friendships to cause me to stay in a place of isolation, that I try to pull the lessons out of those experiences, um, both what to look for in a friend and also how to be a friend uh, so that I can really have Uh, support in my life and it's mutual so that I could also be a support to others uh, in my life. And so I encourage you to take a look at your friendship circle and you may even want to listen to episode two on check your circle um, and recognize it empowers us to rebuild, right? To bounce back when we have um, positive relationship, positive connection. And so that is so very, very important. And I know now there's the whole buzzword of self-care and um, that what we do for ourselves as individuals is important, um, but also community care, mutual care is a really important part of our process and our healing. Another important aspect of uh, rebuilding your resilience um, is this sense um, of hope for the future. And so when we uh, are in a place of despair and depression, we often uh, lose hope and it is difficult to see life beyond this moment, right? So in order to really bounce back, I need to be able to imagine that this is not how my story ends, right? That my story does not end with the despair, with the catastrophe, um, with the the challenge, but I have hope for what my days, what my weeks, what my possible years can look like on the other side of this. And so I encourage you to begin trying to dream again, to imagine again. You know, when we are working with people uh, in therapy, we talk about hope for the future. And that can be both a short-term future and long-term future. So having something to look forward to um, can help to shift us Uh, to motivate us, to mobilize us, even in the aftermath of difficulty. And so I uh, encourage in your journaling for you to begin writing or begin writing again for those who have, uh, who laid down your pen um, about your hopes and dreams, even for uh, later this year. And then you can even dream beyond this year of what are you hoping for? And those hopes might be for you as an individual. It may be hopes for your family. It may be hopes for your community. Uh, It may be hopes for uh, those that you have a heart for 
or a passion for. And so um, our ability to connect with others and have a sense of community or support can help us to bounce back after difficulty of not isolating ourselves. In addition, this sense of hope uh, for the future can give us the energy and motivation uh, to get up again, right? To reimagine our possibility of what is next. And then another important part of uh, resilience is flexibility. Flexibility. Uh, often we have very rigid or strict ideas about what we want our lives to look like. And then when the trauma and drama and difficulties of life show up, uh, it kind of tears up our vision board, right? It rips it up. We can look at our lives and say, this is not the picture. <laughs> this is not what I had in mind uh, for this season of my life. And so sometimes when my thinking has been very uh, rigid, when it doesn't look like what I imagined, I can really uh, surrender to this place of despair and powerlessness and say, you know, well, it doesn't matter anyway because nothing I want happens. Um, or I can begin to uh, adjust, to reimagine, to try to see what is there to uh, take from this season or this manifestation of my journey and of my life? And is it possible for uh, me to reconnect to life given the alterations in life that I did not choose, right? So I am uh, being flexible with my vision. So some of you, you know, had an idea that you were going to be on that job, if not for the rest of your life for a very long time, uh, and then you were laid off, right? And that hurts. So I know having to take that in and sit with that um, is very painful. And then, you know, can I adjust, right? That, so that is no longer available to me, right? That position, that workplace, uh, that trajectory I had in my mind, that's no longer it. So now I need to be flexible and come up with what does it look like now? Likewise, for those of you who were in long-term relationships and thought like, this is it, right? This is what the rest of my life is going to look like with this person, um, and then for whatever reason that didn't work out, whether it is death or divorce or uh, breakup, whatever that is, um, then if I have the flexibility uh, to be able to uh, rework, reimagine, recreate a life, it will give me uh, what I need, the, the stamina and the desire uh, to bounce back, right? So yes, we do, of course, take the time to grieve the life we imagined. And then I say, and now what, right? I grieve that this was what I thought I would have or what I wanted to have. And that's not what I have. So I now embrace uh, my ability to recreate 
I, I embrace my ability to reimagine what my life will look like on the other side of this. Yes. And so a part of our resilience is also recognizing the things we do have control over, right? Because sometimes when the unexpected happen happens, it is, of course, shocking. And it also can leave us in a place of feeling powerless. And when I feel powerless, then I am sitting back and waiting for the next thing to happen. And I don't have any uh, agency or power to do anything in my life. And in order to bounce back, it is important uh, that I start to recognize what I can do, right? So I do not control everything. I do not control everyone. Uh, I do not control um, the, the pandemic, right? All of these things are happening around me. And yet there are some things in my life that I can make decisions about, that I can make choices about. Uh, there is some power uh, that I hold. And so for me to grab hold of that, um, to, to own that, even in one of the poems they were talking about, how uh, taking responsibility can be freeing, can be liberating, right? And so I release the illusion of controlling things that are beyond my control. And yet I do uh, recognize the things I can shape the things I can shift, the things I can cultivate, the things I can create, the choices I can make. And so I know, uh, depending on your life circumstance, what may be in the forefront of your mind are the aspects of your life that are beyond your control. And I've received several letters from uh, those of you who are uh, young adults but are living with your parents and have talked about the challenge of that. Um, and so feeling like a lot of life in that way is out of your control. Um, or if there are uh, financial stressors and strains, feeling like you know uh, the increase in bills and the lack of resources can feel very much right out of your control. And yet I invite you to, uh, while you recognize and acknowledge what is out of your control, to scan your life again, to peruse your life again, and say, what is it I have the capacity to choose? Where are the areas in my life that I can decide? What are the ways in which I can take action? What are the ways in which I can impact and uh, shape my life? right, with intention and with follow through. And so this will give us um, a sense of empowerment. And when I have a sense of empowerment, it allows me uh, the fortitude to bounce back after life's difficulties. Yes. So we have a connection to others. Uh, we have this sense of control for the things I can control. We have this piece about hope being really important. 
And then it also um, is really helpful for us to um, have the capacity for positive emotions. The capacity for positive emotions. That means that many of us are very much in, uh, in touch with our despair. So we are able to feel um, our sadness, able to feel our disappointment, able to feel our anger, uh, anger, able to feel our frustration. Um, and I invite you to begin to explore giving yourself permission uh, to feel the good, right? Giving yourself permission. And it may, you know, not last the whole day, but like these glimpses of joy, right? These snatches of joy. Can I allow myself to enjoy the things that are actually enjoyable, right? So I'm not talking about forced, fake, uh, happy emotions or positive emotions. I'm saying that there are times when good moments are happening and um, we can miss them, right? Because of our focus or because of our programming um, to always need to be vigilant or to punish ourselves for the past um, or to believe that I can only have a good life if I'm always super serious. And if that's the case, I encourage you to listen back to the past episode on play and, and, and joy. And so giving myself breathing room, even as I'm uh, in the aftermath or in the midst of the difficulty, uh, can I create room space, permission in my life for the joy, for the pleasure, for peace. Uh, and when that is difficult for me, is there anything in my thought process or in my emotional life or in my history that is telling me that this is not available to me? right? Um, if those were the messages I received growing up, uh, that being joyful was silly or frivolous, um, or it was what non-successful people do, um, that I want to actively resist that, push back on that, uh, choose to, uh, as our poem talked about, this is my rebellion, if my programming, if what I was told growing up was that joy is not available to me, that I don't have the right for it, that I am not worthy of it, that it has been an act of rebellion and resistance to allow myself to rest, to allow myself to feel joy and pleasure, to allow myself to embrace a sense of satisfaction or fulfillment, even if I never saw that model before me, that that is what I am wanting to embrace uh, in my life, to hold in my life. Another important factor as we think about uh, resiliency and bouncing back is uh, a sense of spirituality or religion or meaning making. 
And some people will talk about that as higher purpose, right? A sense of purpose and meaning in our lives can help us uh, when we are trying to bounce back. And I think a big part of those, that category is the ability to see beyond what is present in the moment, right? The ability to tap in and believe, to have faith for more than what is present in my life right now, right? Or to know that there is something deeper uh, at play. There is something deeper in process than the difficulty, yes? And so if you are uh, a person who holds spirituality or religion um, as an important part of your life, when you are uh, facing a storm or in the aftermath of a storm, sometimes in the devastation, we have lost sight of those practices. So there may be things that you used to do uh, to feed your spirit. There may be things that you used to do uh, that aligned with your faith. And so as we think about solutions-focused psychology, we go back to the things that worked for us in the past, right? And so to begin going back to uh, the practices that have fed you in your past holistically, that fed your spirit, your heart, your mind in the past, um, as you are looking to rebuild your life, to bounce back uh, in the aftermath, or I want to also name with the ongoing stress of this season, because uh, for many of us, it's not uh, just post-difficulty, it's that these challenges um, are continuing. And so uh, looking at our um, ability to uh, tap into our spirits I like to talk about taking sacred pause, right? Centering in um, on the parts of you that are not easily seen, but are very much present, right? That you are a living soul. And as I pour into that, acknowledge that, sit with that, embrace it, uh, it gives me strength to be able to face another day. It gives me strength. Uh, to be able to move uh, forward with a sense of values um, or a sense of purpose um, or a sense of vastness, right? Um, that it, that my life is larger than this individual moment, right? And I would invite you to consider that. And, and no matter how large this moment is, and I when I say moment, I don't mean that in a minimizing way because some of us are facing some major, major mountains, right? And however large that mountain is, can I imagine um, that life, meaning, purpose is even larger than that, right? That it's even larger than the mountain of my difficulty. Um, so that sense of meaning, purpose, spirituality, faith uh, can be an important building block in order for us to um, bounce back, to cultivate new possibility in our lives. Along with those uh, factors, it is also uh, really important to think about this idea of um, 
self-regulation. Some people will call it self-control or um, a sense of my own discipline, right? To be able to contain uh, myself. That when I am experiencing overwhelming emotions, uh, do I have the sense uh, that I can um, put off immediate gratification, especially if the things I'm being pulled to do in this moment are destructive, right? But instead, I can have delayed gratification, even in my distress. So, you know, what does that mean? When um, we are devastated, sometimes out of the pain, we can um, pick uh, coping strategies that are unhealthy and that end up making things worse. So it is um, my uh, psychology and some would say my spirituality that helps me in the midst of uh, at midnight, right? When, when all feels lost to uh, refrain from engaging in those choices that will sabotage me, that will further destroy and dismantle my life. That as I face the storms of life, I am intentional about trying not to stand on my own wings. Yes. And so a part of bouncing back is learning to say no to the pull towards self-destruction, right? To uh, turn away from, to shift out of. And this is, can take very active uh, resistance and often requires, you know, we talk about like a substitute uh, positive strategy, right? It's not enough to just say to yourself, oh, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. It's instead, well, what am I doing, right? What are the things that will be healthier for me, but that can bring relief or a sense of peace or a sense of support, uh, if not in this moment, in the long run, right? So an example of that, of course, is therapy, that you may say, oh, you can have like a, a really hard session, right? And therapy is not like, oh, it's going to be fixed in one session, but it is something that I am giving to myself, choosing for myself because of where I am headed in the long term, right? What I want for my life in the long term. Uh, similarly, when we talk about journaling, sometimes when you're writing out those painful experiences, in the, in the immediate, you might not feel like, oh, great, right? Because you're going to say, well, it's still there. But as I continue in my writing, as I continue with my meditation, as I continue uh, reaching out for help and, and talking to good friends, as I continue in that process, uh, then step by step, moment by moment, brick by brick, I come back to myself to my uh, possibility. And so this really helps us as we are looking uh, to rebuild. It really helps us as we are looking uh, to make our lives again. Another strategy, which is important for bouncing back, can be a sense of humor. 
Yes, and we love to laugh on the <laughs> homecoming podcast, on the homecoming journey, because even uh, with the difficulties and challenges, uh, to be able to find the humor in the moment, uh, the joy in the moment, to be able to sometimes, sometimes even laugh at ourselves, right? There are times of like embarrassment and when we're upset with ourselves of like, oh my goodness, like how could I have done that? Like what was I thinking? And I I hope you all have had those moments too, right? Where you're like, oh my goodness, (laughs) what did I do? Uh, And not in the immediate moment, but when we outlast those seasons, uh, sometimes we can look back on on those decisions at those moments with compassion, with grace, with self-forgiveness, and eventually sometimes also with humor of like, what in the world? <laughs> right? I can I can see myself then and I know what I was thinking, but how just outrageous, right? Uh, and so our humor helps us uh, to release, to refrain, uh, to have grace and compassion uh, for ourselves and others uh, in the moment. And I want to always give that reminder. There's a difference between laughing with and laughing at, right? So laughing at people is not a part of resilience. Uh, but when I can uh, find the humor in my circumstance in the aftermath, uh, sometimes that can help me to, to lighten the burden, right? To uh, lighten the weight of it. Another important part of resilience is being able to communicate, to express yourself. So, you know, you might have um, hope and fear. You might um, have a sense of humor. You might have people in your life who care about you, um, but if you are holding everything in, it is really hard to process, to grow, uh, to get back into living. And so you all know the song, Express Yourself, right? Express Yourself. So think about um, what is it that you have kept in about um, how you have been affected by COVID, by the grief, by the heartbreak, by the financial stress. And many times we're just trying to figure it out by ourselves and nobody really knows uh, what you are dealing with or going through. And part of that can be trust issues. So important to address um, and heal our issues around trust. But communication is going to uh, be a resource in rebuilding your life. Communication is a really important resource in rebuilding your life. And then I want to also say uh, your cultural identity can be a beautiful resource as well. Uh, Look at your legacy, your history um, of people, uh, your ancestors who uh, survived various difficulties, various challenges, and looking for the role models uh, within your community that demonstrate uh, this tenacity uh, and this ability to bounce back, right? To see the legacy. And often our mind 
goes to the people um, who didn't make it, or if you had a lot of uh, folks in your immediate family who are struggling, we can think that's the full story um, of your family line. But I encourage you to look deeper and longer as you look at uh, your, your cultural identity, uh, your ancestry, your heritage, to take lessons and wisdom from those that came before you as you are looking uh, to move forward to create and recreate uh, the life that um, is possible for you, right? The life that is very much possible for you. And so we take together all of these different factors, all of these different components that together can give us the refreshing that we need to not only get through these difficult times, but to bounce back, to be resilient, to create a life that we can enjoy and find fulfillment in. I am so glad that you are here and a part of the homecoming journey. Thank you again to our two poets on today. And for each of you, I know that the life that you are living can have many, many challenges. And when we talk about resilience, it is not to gloss over or to ignore the difficulties that you face. And I hope, and I hope that you are able to not only get through it, but to uh, bounce back, to be able to crawl back, to walk back, uh, to the creation, to the creation of a beautiful life. That is my hope for each of us. And I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.